welcome back to another episode of the Social Angle Podcast. As always, I'm super excited that you're joining us this week. This week is a short and sweet episode. I wanted to do a quick hit episode that addressed a couple of questions that me and Vin have gotten recently about optimizing uh, your LinkedIn profile. So this is an episode where I interview Shelby Kay, who's an employment manager here at ASI Solo. And it's a really good conversation where I feel like we talk about branding your profile. What are some most common mistakes? Spoiler alert, make sure that you don't leave any section blank. In addition, um, what are some of the featured items, like whether it's client case studies, awards that you've won that you should include um, in your featured section? How can you creatively position yourself as a professional where it stays true to you and your personal brand, but is also respectful of the fact that you are a professional that's maybe linked to another company. Or if you're somebody yourself who's a maybe a distributorship of one or two, how you can really make sure that your brand shines through and people understand what you offer and why they would wanna work with you. So let's get into this week's episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. So glad that you're here today with me to talk about optimizing your LinkedIn profile. So how are you doing today, Shelby? Good. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm so excited to get into this because I know that you use like LinkedIn prolifically in your <laughs> your day-to-day. Definitely. Yes. And I feel like there's some basic questions that we've been asked recently during presentations, Vin and I, that I felt like you would have really good insight and knowledge for addressing for our audience. So Ready to get into questions? Definitely, let's do it. All right, cool. So what's the first thing you notice when you're skimming a candidate's profile? Like, is there anything in particular that you go to a particular section? Yeah, I think this is a good question and coming from the recruiter perspective in me. So like when we're looking at a candidate's profile, there's, you know, kind of two main things that jump out. So, you know, from the recruiter perspective, obviously job history. Um, I think a lot of people make a mistake of not, um, you know, including a lot of, or enough detail rather, in their job history section. So, you know, especially if you're actively job searching, so, you know, actively like applying to other positions, recruiters are going to be, you know, checking out your profile. And, um, you know, you want to make sure that you have detail on there um, from previous roles and, you know, highlight any, you know, your job titles and also any promotions you received. I think a good rule of thumb is that, you know, whatever is listed on your LinkedIn profile should pretty closely match what's on your resume. Um, You know, obviously your resume is a great place for, you know, a lot of additional detail regarding like day to day responsibilities, but make sure the flow of your job history matches what's on your resume. So job titles are accurate and, um, you know, you have at least a little bit of a summary or a couple bullet points on, you know, what you actually did in each of those jobs. So to answer your question, I think when you're skimming a candidate's profile, that would definitely be the first thing that kind of jumps out. And I'm really glad that you said that because, you know, my thing is I think LinkedIn, some people still feel that it's just like this place that you warehouse your resume and you only update it as needed. But to me, it's like 
a lot of people use it in our industry and promo on social media for like credibility and thought leadership. And then they'll post a really great post. And I go back to kind of check out more about them. And there's just like a title. And I'm like, what do you do? What responsibilities do you have? Like, is there anything you've won an award for any work samples? Like none of that stuff's listed. So to me, it's kind of like if you're trying to use social media, especially on LinkedIn, for those reasons that I just mentioned, expertise, thought leadership, credibility, you know, in a certain Mm -hmm. industry, making sure that you have a profile that like displays your job history of what you're currently doing, whether like, you know, you've started your own distributorship or you're working at a top like promo firm, like being able to have a paper trail that's concise and clear is really important. So I'm glad that you put special emphasis on that. So there is a featured section and I feel like it's such a missed opportunity, like it's such a missed opportunity for people because I think it's a cool place for you to kind of have almost a digital portfolio without maybe finagling a Squarespace website or like having to mess with Wix. So like what are some of the things that people should put in a featured section to get noticed? Yeah, I think exactly to your point, it's the perfect opportunity to whether, you know, you work in a profession where you have a portfolio that, you know, has work samples and things like that, whether or, you know, maybe you even do have a website. Either way, um, you know, definitely linking it back to that section is a great place. But even, you know, even further than that, like, you know, project samples you've worked on or writing samples or things like that, uh, you know, from a recruiter perspective, that type of thing sets you apart from somebody, you know, who might be in a very similar profession, but not have any work samples on their port on their profile. So it's just something that, you know, gives you a little bit of an extra edge. But then even to your point, you know, people who are, you know, just, you know, professionals using LinkedIn as a social media platform, you know, it gives them kind of credibility and a place to, you know, you know, showcase their achievements and work that they've did. I think that, um, you're right. It's definitely a missed opportunity because it's kind of, you know, sandwiched in there between like the summary section and your job history. But at the same time, I think that, um, you know, it's a great place for, for you know, people who do have work that they're able to showcase. Link it all back in there, you know, whether it's, you know, just for professionals in your network to, to recognize or your job searching. It's a great place for recruiters to, you know, have access to actual work you've done. That being said, do you recommend, like, I don't see um, from my research there being a cap um, not to overwhelm somebody that's maybe looking, like, like assessing your profile, whether a recruiter or potential lead, because I feel like sometimes people use LinkedIn for lead generation without doing targeted advertising. They're posting content, they're doing marketing content, and kind of through inbound marketing, they're bringing people back to their profile to kind of have people learn more and have contact information to see if they want to work with them. So, like... Are you saying three? Is there like a good number? Eight? Like, yeah, I mean, I would, I would say keep it concise. You know, you don't want like a hundred documents of all the stuff you've ever done. But, you know, pick out, pick out the, you know, your strongest pieces or, you know, pieces that, you know, you really want to showcase or, you know, whether it's, you know, maybe things you've won awards for in the past, those type of things, because, you know, even maybe even jumping ahead a little bit, but, those are the type of things that you can showcase as, you know, achievements. So if you're, you know, referencing back to, you know, an article or, you know, a project that you won an award for, you know, that's something I would definitely showcase in there. But I would say, I don't know if there's a specific number cap, but, you know, I would say between like three or five type of, you know, material things I think would be, be suffice and, you know, showcase enough in that section. 
Right. And we should also be like making sure that we update this. It doesn't have to be like every other day or something, but you know, it should be something that maybe when you something new arrives that's more opportune and relevant, we update it as well. Cause I see that too is like people will actually fill it out, but it's like the award they won in college and they're now like 10 years deep into their professional <laughs> career. And it's like Definitely. great. But you know, you have all these other things or sometimes you know, what I always like to see or would recommend for profession, uh, promo professionals is case studies. Like, do not get out of the park for a client. Like, having a link, if you're somebody who's creating content, you're trying to connect and grow your network, if you're going to come back to your profile to learn more, like, that would be something, you know, if I was, like, an end buyer or something like that, like, I would want to know, you know, more like, oh, okay, this person did a great, like, PR kit for A, B, and C client. I love this. It was, like, ROI-based. Like that kind of stuff, I feel like is always good to have as well. Um, yeah. So I think one of the things that I, I'll out myself personally struggle with is summarizing job duties. And I see so many different formulas. Some people are like, where you work, what you did, how you improved. And then other people are like, no, it can be, it doesn't have to be as formulaic. Like in your personal opinion, what are the best ways to summarize what you did in a job? You know. Yeah your titles definitely so I, I do kind of agree with you I feel like it's always like a toss-up like you know you want to have you don't want to have too much but you don't want to have not enough so it's kind of like a balancing act in between there I would say as far as you know summarizing you know job responsibilities highlight you know like typically on, on on your resume if you're organizing your job responsibilities you usually towards the top is the things that you know you've spent the most time on or you know make up the bulk of your position i would say highlight those things on your linkedin profile your resume can have more detail so you know if you are actively job searching you're obviously going to send in a resume you know as well so your resume could kind of house those extra details i would say on your linkedin profiles summary job responsibilities you know Keep it more concise. Highlight the the main things you did. Um, you know, include any metrics or achievements that you know you can you know do to you know that might measure success in any given type of role that you had. I would definitely highlight those things on there. And um, you know, keeping it more concise if you're looking at you know bullet points, maybe like five or six, I think would be you know sufficient. You do want to give people you know to our point earlier. You want them to you know clearly understand what you do in your role, not just, you know, your title is ABC at this company, yeah. <laughs> nothing else. So one, you know, you want to give people an idea of, you know, what your role there is and, and also, you know, any sort of high opportunity to highlight achievements that I would take at that point as well. Okay. I like that. So we're talking about like five to six bullet points, main yeah. responsibilities. And also too, I see people link out to a more in-depth resume. I don't think that's gone out of style as well. So I feel like, like you said, for those people who are maybe like, I wore 50 different hats, which I feel like a lot of people in promo, like where people who are all hands on deck is they might kind of feel like, well, I did so much. I don't want to leave anything out for somebody to see. But I think like for my attention span, when I'm going back to kind of see what the flavor is for this person, like maybe for interview guest, or I would think also too, for somebody who's trying to bring people in organically through leads, like my attention span is short. Like I don't have time to read like a whole paragraph. <laughs> right. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. And you know, your resume is a great place to like really expand on those things. But to your point, you know, in, in those type of roles where, you know, 
a lot of people do are in that type of position where, you know, they do wear 50 different hats and, you know, maybe it's just a more of a get it more creative type of approach on how you can articulate that in that section without, you know, giving a full novel type list as far as yeah. everything you did. Yeah, no, I think that's really smart. And the other thing that I wanted to ask you is I see people split 50-50 on this and I'm sure it'll depend on the type of like main role that they have maybe. But for example, um, I see some people brand out their profile in the section headers where it'll have, you know, uh, for example, a woman that I interviewed a couple of months ago, she works at Cisco. If I go to her profile page, there's obviously a corporate headshot that she got at Cisco. And then in the back, there's um, a branded cover that has her presenting that's branded to Cisco. And then I go into other ones that are much more freeform. And sometimes, sadly, I don't even see people have uh, things filled out you know, like they'll be missing a profile image. So what is your, I guess, like basics that everybody should do for branding out their profile? Is it like a missed opportunity to link it to your company? Is it okay to just have things all filled out? Like what are some rules that you would give people to follow? Yeah, I think that it, like you said, it definitely is going to depend on the role sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, your role within the organization really may kind of require you to, you know, brand your, your presence on, you know, this type of social media to the company, which obviously is great as well. Um, I think it's kind of a, a balance, um, you know, then for someone who, you know, maybe doesn't have a role that requires your profile to be branded towards the company you work for, maybe a good opportunity is to, you know, really kind of, you know, going back to that, that job history section where you're referencing the company you work for, really take that as an opportunity to brand, you know, your messaging to, you know, what you do at the company and, you know, how obviously that benefits the industry you're in or whatever it might be. I think it's kind of a balancing act between the both um, because also, you know, in other situations where, you know, your, your LinkedIn profile, right, is kind of like your personal brand, right? So, you know, you want to be able to showcase a little bit more of, you know, your personality, not only to, you know, your network or, you know, if you're job searching to a rec recruiter or whatever it might be. So, you know, ways that you can do that, I guess, would be, you know, through, you know, the, the profile picture you're using, you know, obviously, assuming it's just kind of basic knowledge to keep that professional at this point, but, um, you know, using that or, you know, coming up with a unique headline that maybe is unique to, you know, your type of role or, um, you know, I know at one point um, I had kind of used the headline of, you know, like uh, connecting talented and professionals to opportunities at ASI. So, you know, I was branded towards the company a little bit, but at the same time, you know, branding it towards myself being, you know, an HR professional in the, you know, recruiting space. So, I think that you can, you know, take those different sections in LinkedIn and, you know, also another opportunity would be in the summary or in the, you know, summary section, you know, provide an introduction to yourself, give a little a bit of your work history and some of the things that you do. I think you can kind of mix it up and, and do a little bit of both. Keep it towards your per, your personal brand and, you know, have a little bit more unique things to you, but also, you know, the company you work for and the job that you do there. I like that. I like the option because I feel like honestly, like most professionals, like everybody is different. And sometimes the industry, like I was so blown away a couple of years ago where I was seeing kind of this influx of people who had obviously like had a corporate headshot, they had photoshopped themselves out, but they were doing like neon colored backgrounds or they were using their covers to show 
like activities they did in their personal life. And I feel like when LinkedIn kind of first started, it was very like just stiff and buttoned up. But it's like, I like to see that some people are obviously still professional, but they're kind of letting their hair down where they're showing yeah. aspects of themselves where it's like, okay, this person is an executive, but also skydiving on the weekend. And then when I look at his bullet points, he's increased revenue by like 50% year over year or whatever. It's like, like you said, you have those opportunities throughout the entire profile to really tell the story of who you are as a professional and be creative with it but you know obviously lean on the side of being you know professional like I always think of it like if you were meeting somebody at a networking event like mm -hmm. how you would pitch yourself because obviously you wouldn't be so informal like you would maybe with a friend but you're not going to be as uh you know stiff and guarded as you would you know maybe in another setting so kind of that balance at least I think yeah, definitely. I definitely agree with that. And I mean, at the root of it, you know, LinkedIn is, is you know, a, 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 you know, professional type of social media networking site, but, you know, they do have, you know, there, like you said, there's opportunities to kind of get creative on, you know, display your personality a little bit. Like, obviously, you know, in the, in the job history sections and things like that, you know, you want to highlight your professional achievements, but, you know, LinkedIn also has sections on, you know, based on interests or, you know, where they want you to give a little intro to yourself or also, you know, allows you to interact with other brands or companies. So, you know, you can display your personality through those areas as well. So I think it's, you know, like to your point, a good mix of both things. Okay. And lastly, the final question that I wanted to ask you is what do you think is maybe um, something that you see again and again that people missed and that they should include? Is there anything in particular or anything you'd like to address? Um, so two, two kind of answers to that question, um, you know, from just a LinkedIn profile perspective altogether, just for people utilizing the social network. So maybe not even specifically job searching, but I think that um, the, the most thing that goes missed is like having blank sections on your profile. You know, just really, if you're you know going to be actively using LinkedIn, take the time to, you know, make sure you have a, a good photo, you know, headline, intro job history you know fill in the sections and you know i really i think you know utilize those to your advantage and and be able to kind of you know showcase your professional background and a little bit of your personality um now the other answer to that question from you know more of a recruiting perspective is um you know if someone is actively job searching and they're not taking advantage of you know a clear defined job history section or you know highlighting educational experience and those things I think that, you know, that also sometimes can, you know, be from a recruiting perspective if, you know, you know, someone has a great resume and, you know, no LinkedIn presence, depending on the type of position. And, you know, it's kind of hard and sometimes becomes a guessing game on, you know, what, you know, have you done in the past and that sort of thing. So I just think that those things as far as like a LinkedIn profile and, you know, for a recruiting area as well can really set you apart from other candidates at times. Um, so those are just two, two kind of the suggestions I think that sometimes are often missed when when using LinkedIn. And I mean, from somebody coming from, you know, a social media background, not an HR background, but also just kind of, I feel like LinkedIn or social media, I should say in general, has kind of shifted the way that we sort and find information, like answers to questions. So for myself, if you have a website that's kind of minimal, 
And I, there's not like an about page that has like team profiles with contact information. Normally for me, like if I'm interested in reaching out to you, my second guess is like, I'm going to LinkedIn to find out. And I feel like there's so many other people, whether not just recruiting, but just people are like, okay, right. I'm interested in working with this person, whether it's like a potential client, you're looking to hire because maybe you've heard great things about this person and want to recruit them. And it's like, you can't find any information on their profile. It's just been chilling there for like right. a decade. And you're like, okay, is this person a ghost? Like there's no photo, like they have... Yeah. So I feel like that's all good things. It's just like, it takes some time, but I feel like the reward is whether, you know, you're about to hop to a new place, having like that, um, copy ready, you know, when you've been at a new place for a sufficient amount of time to update it and then just making sure we refresh the certain sections, you know, as necessary and just putting in that time, maybe like quarterly or like every time you've changed something to update that is reflective. But so for a final question, and I'm going to put you on the spot, but it's a fun question. So what's the last good show or movie that you watched? Last show or movie that I watched? Um, well, I just finished last night a binge of Ted Lasso on Apple TV. Um, it was amazing. I wish I could rewatch it. It was one of those things that I binge too quick and now I'm like oh, I have nothing left to watch <laughs> so I uh I regret going through it so quick but yeah Ted Lasso on um Apple TV it has Jason Sudeikis in it it was hilarious and I loved every minute of it oh my god now I gotta check it out I haven't heard of that one so I'm always looking for like good movies or shows to watch I heard about it on a podcast I had never heard about it before and it looks so good that it made me get Apple TV and start it so <laughs> it was worth it <laughs> all right so plug for Ted Lasso everybody yeah, go watch right? yeah well thank you so much for your time today Shelby this is so incredibly helpful I appreciate you spending some time with me Friday to just share some back best practices and tips so thank you so much for your time yeah thanks for having me yeah. All right. Take care, Shelby. Bye. Have a good one. Bye.